Good afternoon. Good evening. And good morning. Oh. And guten tag. Guten tag. That means good day in <laughs> Deutsche. Did you see? Did you see that Twitter account that was made like literally only three weeks ago, and it was German Madeleine McCann, and it, the only tweet is "Guten tag." <laughs> okay, um, well, if you recall, I deleted my Twitter because I have mental illness, and that account is probably one of the reasons probably why the driving force behind that. Correct. Okay. Well, Shall that's we fair. move on? Yeah, let's do it, guys. It's episode nineteen of Dead Talk. It's my episode, mm-hmm. but before I get into it. I'd like little Lucy Webb to tell you all what this podcast is about. This podcast is all things cold cases, mystery histories, and scubert dubert doos. Perfect. You used the full name as well. I did. His yeah. uh, Sunday name. His Sunday... Correct. Right. Correct. Um, and Scrappy-Doo was his nephew, wasn't he? Was Scrappy-Doo his nephew? I thought it was like his son. No, it wasn't his son. It wasn't his son. He's not a father. Scooby-Doo does not fuck. <laughs> That's on. canon. Come on. Scooby-Doo does fuck. Absolutely okay, not. Okay, maybe Scooby-Doo doesn't fuck, but you know Shaggy does. He's the nephew. Are you kidding me? Shaggy fucks whenever he can get it. Shaggy fucks you. I wish that's going to be <laughs> so Don't loud. scream that. Okay, but I fucking wish. Shaggy, baby. Shaggy daddy do. Shaggy daddy do. Yeah, shaggy daddy do. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, just before we start, again, apology to my mother. We're not going to stop swearing. Oh, yeah. so, Gillian, I'm it's so okay. no, sorry. I, I just said that Scooby-Doo fucks. Um, and I said he doesn't. Well... I started it, so Listen. it's my... Jillian, it's my fault I started it. Okay, that's fine. Anyway, welcome to Dead Talk. Yes. Like you said, episode 19. Correct, and correct. from my sources, I've heard you've got a crazy little tale for us. Listen, this... Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clench your teeth a little bit more. Okay, yeah. You're gonna love this. Okay. Because I'm, ho- I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure you will have heard of it. All right. Lucy, today I'm going to be talking about one of the biggest mysteries in modern history. Give me a guess of what it could be right now. Pull something out your ass. We'll edit out the dead air. Um. Um. Wait, so see, what what did you just say? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you don't listen when I speak. No, but I want to see specifically what words you used. I said one of the biggest mysteries in modern history. So it's not, it's not back in ye old times. You gotta give me something here. Lizard people. Okay, well... You're so far off the mark, it's kind of unbelievable. I kind of hope so. Yeah. I really didn't want you to do a lizard people episode. No, it's because that's something I don't even believe in a little bit. No, so okay. I wouldn't go even. on then, please, go on. All right, well, let me go on and see if you can figure it out, baby, okay. from from how I began. Yeah, give me some more clues. I'm just going to get right into it, and sure. you can stop me and be like... As soon as I know. Yeah, put okay. your hand up. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, I will. Ooh. I've got it ready. It was the 1st of December, 1948. Wait. No, it's not. Keep going. No, keep going. Control yourself. When the police were called to Somerton Beach in Adelaide, Australia, witnesses had described a deceased man lying on the sand. Inside the deceased man's pocket was an unused train ticket from Adelaide to Henley Beach, as well as a comb, chewing gum, cigarettes and matches. However, there was no identification found on him. A couple who saw him at around 7pm noted that they saw him extend his right arm to its fullest extent and then drop it limply. Another couple who saw him from half 7pm to 8pm, during which time the streetlights had come on, recounted that they did not see him move during the half an hour in which he was in view, although they did have the impression that his position had changed. Although they commented between themselves that it was odd he was not reacting to the mosquitoes, 
they had thought it more likely that he was drunk or asleep and thus did not investigate further. One of the witnesses told the police she observed a man looking down at the sleeping man from the top of the steps that led to the beach. Witnesses said the body was in the same position when the police viewed it. There was another witness who reported seeing a well-dressed man carrying another man on his shoulders. They reported him as being around 40 to 45 years old. What? Now, I don't know this. The next, this next sentence, Lucy, might be where you okay. know exactly what, because I'm about to pretty much say exactly what okay. that shit is. Yeah, yeah. All right. The case became known as the Tamam Shud. You don't know this! I've never heard of this in my life. I've never heard of this. Oh, okay. The case became... I mean, I re- sorry to interrupt, but like I recognise if, if this goes on to be a man who is entirely unidentified, Yeah. then yeah, okay, I've heard of this, but I, didn't, I think so. Okay, right. So the case became known as the Tamam Shud case due to a strange note which was discovered in the man's trouser pocket which read Tamam Shud. This means ended or finished in Persian. Ugh. Yeah, you love that. Oh my god. You love that, don't you? It's been, sent a chill down my spine. Good, it should. The note had been written on a torn page of episode 19 of Alex pronouncing things wrong, Rubayat of Omar Khayyam. The copy of this book, which the page had been torn out of, managed to be located. The copy had a phone number and an encrypted message in it which has never been deciphered. Oh, Wow. Do you love that? What is the message? Do you know? I've not got it up right now. Okay. But I'll get, I will get it up and sure. you can have a little fun time of guessing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 you think? Yeah, you I think? want to, yeah. The case is considered one of Australia's most profound mysteries for a number of reasons, including the death happening at the time of heightened international tensions, as it was the beginning of the Cold War, mm. the use of what appeared to be a secret code, the potential use of an undetectable poison, and the fact that the man has never been identified. Okay. The autopsy failed to reveal any foreign substance present in the body. However, the pathologist... Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, took me a minute to come out with that one. Speaking in tongues again, we see. Speaking in tongues. Dr. Dwyer came up with the conclusion... Start quote. I am quite convinced the death could not have been natural. The poison I suggested was a barbiturate or a soluble hypnotic. End quote. But so, but they can't identify what that is. That no, that's why it's like an undetectable that's poison. So it could be. So it's almost like they've identified that this is how they've died is by this method, but they cannot identify the substance that's done it. They don't know it. I mean, yeah, he's he's all he's put is he's convinced the death could not be natural. That's so weird. So something's been done to him mm-hmm. to make it happen, but yeah. they don't even because I mean there are a number of poisons. I mean, watch Breaking Bad. There are a number of poisons which don't leave substances in the body so it can't it can never be identified oh my god stop getting ideas lucy do i want to eat that cookie you baked for me especially uh no just watch what your cat's eating stop it <laughs> <laughs> well chucking all the cat food out listen i'll find a way socks i'll fucking get it one way or another you're why would you do this i'm kidding stop looking it. over into the room I'm she's gonna in find her it's because she's about to attack that's fine she can sense it okay the body was embalmed on 10th of December 1948. My dad's after- birthday. Nobody cares. After the police <laughs> had been unable to get a positive... Mm-hmm. You'll keep going. A positive identification. I was keep going. I was keep going. I was keep going. I hope you stumble on your words because you're nervous that you're insulting Ted Webb. I was keep going. We'll see. Continue. 
No, please. Please te- keep it going. Tell me I more. I swear to God, if you say, if you don't, don't condescend me. Tell me more about your dad's birthday. No, come on, tell me more. What did he get for his last present? What did you get him? I'd love to know. I'd love to know what you got your dad for his birthday. Yes, I am that girl that says stuff like that. Like, that's my sister's name. Nobody cares. Okay, fine. Continue. Good. Okay, so you're aware. On the 14th of January in 1949, there was a brown suitcase that had the label removed which was found at Adelaide Railway Station. This had been checked into the station cloakroom after 11am on the 30th of November 1948, the day before Tamam Shud's man was discovered. Quite peculiar. Quite peculiar. This suitcase was obviously believed to be owned by the man found on the beach. The suitcase contained a red check dressing gown, a red felt pair of slippers, four pairs of underwear... All right. Okay. <laughs> Control yourself, Tamam. All right. Oh, a little bit okay. saucy. Mm. Who are you Four pairs of underwear, you say. It's one hell of a night. Hell yeah. A table knife cut down into a short, sharp instrument. A pair of scissors with sharpened points. A small square of zinc, which was believed to have been used as a protective sheath for the knife and the scissors. The fuck? Yeah. Fucking take that one in. Well, and frankincense and myrrh. <laughs> literally on his way to see the baby Jesus wow congrats and fucking stab him apparently well it would seem (laughs) according to his luggage and he's gonna piss himself three times (laughs) (laughs) have you seen that one tweet where it's like like packing for a holiday and it's like well let me pack enough underwear in case I shit myself twice a day (laughs) (laughs) yeah legit why is that why do you do that I don't know because I I will do that every single day of my life every single but that's the fear is not having enough pants (laughs) that's the fear in case you shit yourself twice a day. Well, well you're in a foreign country. You never know. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, your body might not react well. Every day. Plus, you shit yourself twice a day. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing. That's a god-tier tweet. Anything identifying the man on the clothing was removed. However, the name T. Keen on a tie and laundry bag and just Keen without the last E, so K-E-A-N, was found on a singlet. Police came to the conclusion that whoever removed the clothing tags either overlooked these specific tags or purposely left them as they knew that Keen was not the dead man's name. Mm. Perhaps so it's to... either somebody's got the chop for being a sloppy Joe. Correct. Or somebody's been a very sneaky Joe. You're either a sloppy Joe or a sneaky Joe in this life. And you make your own decisions. Yeah, they kill yourself or get killed. <laughs> yeah, there's a sneaky Joe or a sloppy Joe. I'm thinking... Mm, don't know. Actually, I don't know. I think Sloppy Joe. Yeah, maybe you think you think Sloppy Joe. Yeah. Fair enough. A search undertaken after this concluded that there was no T. Keen missing in any English-speaking country at the time. Oh, wow. The only conclusion they could take from the suitcase as to the man's identity is that a coat in it had been manufactured in the United States. Oh, okay. So he's he's been in the US at one point, or he could have just had it shipped in. Yeah, or somebody bought him it. Yeah. So even then, it's still, you're getting nothing. Yeah, it's not really a clue, is it? <laughs> so why even fucking bring it up, please? Why even fucking tell us that? Why even know. fucking tell us that? Do your job. Get, come back to me when you have something, I don't know, sustainable. Come back to me when you've done what you're paid to do, which is solve the mystery. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's, it's just laughable at this point, John. <laughs> oh, this is... Yeah, it's The John. police guy's called John? He's called John. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I feel like everyone in Australia is called John. Literally every single Australian person I can think of has the name John. Mm-hmm. And that's not even me 
being overindulgent, it's true. Overindulgent? Yeah. I like that use of that word. Thank you. You're welcome. After checking the incoming train records, the police believed that the man had arrived at the Adelaide railway station by an overnight train from either Melbourne, Sydney, or Port Augusta. Mm. I know it's Melbourne, but Australian people have a funny accent and they say Melbourne. Melbourne. That's why I said it like that. Forget Melbourne, I love Port Augusta. You like that little name? It's fun. You ever been to Australia? I haven't, and I'm going to say it right now on the record, no desire to. Absolutely agree. I have zero desire to go to Australia. Absolutely agree. Number one, everyone there is hotter than I am, so why would I... Why would I bother? Why would I do that? I already hate myself enough. Number two, I once read in primary school that there are bugs in Australia that go in your ears and come out your eyes. (laughs) And I read that in primary two, and I have never forgotten that since. I mean... That image is in my head. Partly is the bugs and the snakes and the buggy boos. I hate snakes. But also, I don't know, like it just doesn't seem that intriguing of a country. Mm, I can't think of anything. Well, the only thing that's intriguing is like probably the reefs and they're fucking destroying them anyway. So yeah, totally. That's true. Probably doesn't even look that good anymore. Sorry to all our Australian listeners out there. Fuck um, you. Well, yeah, fuck you. I hate to say it, but... Fuck you. We fucking hate you. We do. Okay, continue on. They believed he may have showered and shaved... At the adjacent city baths. Oh, really good job there. They just they just took... They just thought he could have shaved. This was some guy writing fan fiction diddling himself under the desk. Yeah, instead oh, of Oh, I bet he showered. I bet he showered. I bet he showered. I bet he shaved really oh, slow. Oh, fuck. He shaved with like one of those like... <laughs> oh. Like, you know, old knives. Like those they, dollar like, shave like, club. Shave. No, not dollar shave club. That's way too... On to our next sponsor, Dollar Dollar Shave Shave Club. Club. No, we're not sponsored by Dollar Shave Club. We're sponsored by good old kitchen knife to the face. (laughs) Oh, I like that method of shaving. Shaving. Kitchen knife to the face. No, Dad, not tonight. (laughs) Sorry, and that's in reference to... Can we continue on, please? At the adjacent city baths, before going back to the train station, in order to purchase a ticket for the 10.50 train, 10.50 a.m. train to Henley Beach, which for some reason he missed or did not catch. He then checked his suitcase at the station cloakroom before leaving the station and catching a bus, a city bus, to Glen Elg. I don't, okay. know, I don't know where the fuck How they came up with that. all this? I don't know. Okay. Um, fuck if I know. So, so basically all they've got right now is like his... Commute. Oh well, maybe because he. Oh, maybe because he was like clean shaven and stuff when he saw when they saw him and well in clean. Yeah, yeah, I'm clean. Clean, smelt good. Smelt all right for a dead body. Yeah, they were like, you know what, he's dead, but fuck, he smells like lavender. Right. Well, okay, fine. No, but I mean more about the details about like, okay, so then he was on this train and then on this bus. Like, okay, but who is this con? They don't know either. Okay. Well, yeah, keep going. They don't know who that is. There was an inquest into the death, which was conducted by a coroner. Oh, okay. For some reason, I've left out the coroner's name, but his second name is Cleland. Okay. Where Cleland noted that the man's shoes were incredibly clean and appeared to have been recently polished, in comparison to a man who had apparently been wandering around Glen Elg all day, according to witnesses. Oh, so for what people think he's been doing all day, it doesn't yeah. make sense with the, the uh, current appearance of his footwear. And I'll give you a reason why that might be. Please. He noted that this evidence, the clean shoes, fitted in with the theory that the body may have been brought to Somerton Beach after his death, which also accounted for the lack of evidence of vomiting and convulsions, which are the two main physical reactions to poison. 
Right, because there wasn't vomit on the ground, etc. They, they went, with a little napkin right. on his face like okay. that, and then they went, let me move him. Right. That's what he's saying. Okay. They cleaned him up real good. Oh. Right. One of the main points of speculation in relation to the mysterious death is that the man had been a spy due to the mysterious circumstances surrounding his death. Oh, I thought you were saying he was a spy Jew. <laughs> Which would have been exciting. If he was a spy Jew, can I have his number? No, he's dead. Okay. Continue on. There were two sites pretty close to Adelaide which were related to spies. The Radium Hill Uranium Mine. I hang out there often. <laughs> and the Huimera Test Range, which was an Anglo-Australian military research facility. I just heard gibbity gibbity McGoober. And I read it. Okay. <laughs> and I read that. Yeah. I just, I somehow managed to read that You did that it out. well. You did it well. Thank you. Yeah. That means a lot. Okay. Why has everything in Australia got a funny name? A dumb name. Wimera. They're like, the Wimera. Also, fun fact. Yeah? Do you know what this, the capital of Australia is? No. Guess. No. No, but... Perth. What, do you, what would you think is the capital? No, because I know... No, but you... play my game. Lucy, it's Sydney. It's not. No, it's no. not Sydney. That's kind of dumb. Why did you guess that? Anyway, right. I'll tell you the truth. It's Canberra. Ah, yes, Canberra. But I hate that. I hate that answer. Because it's want... not the one you think it is. Because it should be Sydney. That's like me being like, what's the capital of England? And you're like, Lon-. I'm like, Bristol. <laughs> it's not. Never was. And it should anyway, be. continue on. Years after the 1940... 1940- oh, this is where it gets a little bit... Years after the 19... No, I will not calm down. After the 1949 burial of the body, flowers would begin to appear on the grave. Why do flowers suddenly appear on my grave when I'm not identified? When I'm not near. When I'm not near because I'm dead. Okay, to have a, to make it a parody, it has to sound somewhat like the original song, Lucy. I know, but I realised I couldn't remember it. And that's why you should sign up for my parody song masterclass. $100 <laughs> a lesson. Sign up now. What's it called? Masterclass.com forward slash Alex's parody class. Hashtag. Hashtag. Goofy tunes. Yeah, that's it. That's what I need. <laughs> Hashtag goofy tunes. Okay. Police would then question a woman who was seen leaving the cemetery... However, she said she knew nothing about the man in question. Convenient, Margaret. Not her name. We'll learn it later. Around the same time, Ina Harvey, who was a receptionist from the Strathmore Hotel. This was opposite Adelaide Railway Station. Okay. Oh, I needed to swallow spit there for a second. Oh. Revealed that a strange man had stayed in room 21 or 23. Remember next time? (laughs) (laughs) 21 or 23 or 76 I don't know or 155 or it no it could have been the entire neighbour fucking Ina but if you need any more help please just let me know I'm like no they're like you seem highly inadequate yeah okay yeah Yeah, no for um, room 21 or 23 for a few days before checking out on November 20th in 1948 she said he was English speaking and was only carrying a small black case. Oh, should I do like my Ryan from BuzzFeed Unsolved voice? Yes. After... <laughs> already fucked up. Yeah, well... After an employee looked and said... This is my version. Okay, no, that's fine. I like yours more. <sighs> Thank you, I Lucy. Do, I do, Thanks, that really means a lot. After an employee looked inside the suitcase, they reported to Harvey that they had found an object inside the case which he described as looking like a needle. <gasps> a scandal. A scandal. And Lucy... Tell me again what they think killed this man. A poisonous substance. Oui. Oui, oui. It was reported on the 22nd of November of 1959 
that E.B. Collins, who was an inmate in a New Zealand prison, claimed to know the identity of the man. Ooh. And there's nothing else about that. Though. Oh, fuck off. I was like, what? <laughs> they were like, but we don't give a fuck. She was just bored. Have you seen 60 Days In? No, what the fuck oh is that? Oh my god, you've not seen that? Prison TV show. Yes. Yes, I have seen it, actually. Have you? Yeah, what I was... say? I was about literally, to say. Literally, literally, what am I even talking it's about? It's the one where Americans go inside a prison and have to pretend that they're, like, yes. actually in prison. Yes. Fuck. Wish that was great me. Great TV. That's... If you're looking for great TV... Don't watch that. <laughs> don't watch trash. that. But if you're looking for trash, good TV. Like, I'm talking... You know what's the best TV programme ever made? Please tell me. Mighty Day Fiance. <sighs> that shit is... Horrendous, but good. It, but it's so good. I know, but like, I'm it's the kind such... of person that like almost can't like bear through it. You're out of your mind. I know. Once you, but once you get past that initial disgust that you should be feeling as a human being, then it's magical. Okay. Right. But sometimes, even then, sometimes it's it's like too much for me. Yeah, it's. And I'm like, I know there's like this whole journalism thing where you can't like intrude on what's happening in front of you but, you should. but i'm like this person's I'm ruining their life yeah fuck no like this person's sending money to this person who obviously doesn't exist oh uh, brother like at what point can you not be like maybe you shouldn't do that journalists are pretty evil you know little piggies little piggy boys yeah they uphold the systems in which we all exist under it's a big club and you're not in it yes there have been many failed attempts to crack the supposed code found at the back of the book should we find it? Yes. Viewers at home, get the code up right now. Just yeah. type in Tamam Shud code and this will be the first picture you're looking at. What do we think? Ugh, I was kind of hoping it was more like... We're going to the grocery store and yeah, then I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah. to buy some peanuts. Yeah, for sure. When it's actually... Rugababada. Rugababada. Bim Panet Pit. Malabio. Kius. Ayakuch. Sam. Sam. Scab. Oh, we got... Yes. Yeah, we're on the same page. Fuck, that looks hard. I can't be bored with that. I think it means... Um, Some Australian pish. That's what it means. It means throw another shrimp on the barbie, I bet. <laughs> nothing nothing intellectual. Yeah, dingo's got your baby. That's what it means. Yeah, grow up. That's what that shit says. Grow up. <laughs> to all of Australia, grow up. The only thing Australia has going for it is that female politician who made that speech and then this other Australian girl made it into a TikTok where she's getting ready. And it's like... If the MP wants to see modern misogynism in modern day Australia... Misogynism. What am I trying to say? Misogyny. Misogyny. This is why there is misogyny, because people like you who can't pronounce it. Yeah. She's like, if the MP wants to see modern day misogyny in modern day Australia, he does not need a bill passed through the House of Con... or whatever it is. He just needs a mirror. It's classic. Okay, you sounded like Mayor Quimby from The Simpsons. (laughs) Well, that's who I'm trying to be. Oh, oh, that's the female MP. From Australia. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. You did a really good job then. Thank you. Also, I just looked, I looked up, because this is the photo of him. Oh, I've seen that. I knew you all have seen that. But <laughs> it says, Tamam Shud, the time traveller that died before he, wo-. you know I'm going to click on that link. Yeah, you know the dot, 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 it got you. Ooh, I just saw time traveller and I was like, yeah. Wait, what the fuck? They didn't even say anything about him being a time traveller. Fuck this page. Fuck this page. Um, in 2004, retired detective Jerry Feltus, pervert. He is Feltus. I didn't. I didn't consent. Suggested in a Sunday Mail article that the final lie, the final lie, the final line, I T T M T S A M S T G A B, could stand for the initials of drum roll please. 
It's time to move to South Australia Mosley Street. I mean, okay. I knew you were going to be so disappointed by that. Oh, that's why I made you do a drum roll. Ooh. Quick line of sinker. Yeah, I needed that. That was awful. A 2014 analysis by computational linguist John Relling strongly supports the theory that the letters consist of the initials of some English text, but finds no match for these in a large survey of literature and concludes that the letters were likely written as a form of shorthand, not as a code, and that the original text can likely never be determined. Oh, yikes. I mean, that's anticlimactic. Obviously, but. Yeah, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking. Can't be fucked. Even thinking about it. But that's why I'm not a linguist, I guess. That's true. Or a decoder. I'm shit at decoding stuff. Oh, God. We were playing... um, So my friend Hannah made a quiz round. Mm. And it was basically like... Oh, I think I told you about this. But it was basically like... Oh, yeah. yeah. Like synonyms of films. And she was like, commander of trinkets. And I was like, nah. And then you asked me and I went immediately... Instantly, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. And I literally said to Hannah, like, this is just my personality. I was like, Hannah, that's awful. You can't do it. Because like, that is so bad. Lucy's like, everyone sees the world how I see it. Exactly. Right? I'm trying to think of another one that she did that was actually quite good. <laughs> okay, you got it, so it was good. Oh, no. Okay, this one's not... You're doing a coily little smile. She did decent guys. Very nice boys. Good fellas. Oh, I like that. That's yeah, fun. it was not bad. That one was not bad. I like that. To be honest, once the ball got rolling, I kind of got it. But of course, she just jumped off the deep end and jumped down Hannah's throat and said that wasn't good enough. Yeah, you were like, I don't get it, so no so one no, else you should. So do that. So, no, nope. so it's bad? No. If I don't like it, it means it's bad. Turn it off. Good, good. Good okay. way to live life, actually. The Australian Broadcasting Corporation, in its documentary series Inside Story, in 1978 produced a programme on the Tamam Shud case entitled The Somerton Beach Mystery, where reporter Stuart Littlemore investigated Stuart case... Little? Stuart Littlemore. No, Stuart Little, that's what I heard. But think about it. But it is Stuart Little, but it's Stuart Littlemore. <laughs> <laughs> is that not even better? Stuart, can I get a little bit more? Yeah, Stuart Littlemore. How many times do you think he's gone to, uh, like, a, a bar convention? or something? Oh. And like, can I get a little more? Oh, wait, or they just recognise him from this and they're going, I bet you want a little more. And he's like... Fuck I'm, gonna, I'm gonna blow my brains out tonight. He's like, I hear that twice a day. It's not that much, Stuart. Get over it. Oh, sorry. You could do it to hear it a little more. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make the exact same joke, and I was like, no, Stuart she's doing it. A little more, Stuart. Little more. <laughs> Watch him kill himself next week. Okay. Um. No, he's probably dead. Actually, yeah. Sorry. 1978, and he was obviously he's a reporter, so he's probably dead as a doornail. Nor a doornail. <laughs> dead, dead as a doornail. Dead as a doornail. Well, at least he's. Finally in peace of hearing that. But if you're looking down from heaven's shirt... shirt. If you're looking down from heaven's shirt... I wish you were on this earth a little more. (laughs) Oh, I don't want to be alive anymore. I'm going to piss myself. On this chair, are you happy with yourself? Guys, I wish you could see me right now in real life. I look like a fuck boy, the way I'm dressed. I just looked down at my joggies and remembered I'm dressed like this. She's wearing... A peep, I'm assuming it's Peep Show. It's a Peep Show t-shirt. I just realised a couple of days, days ago, previously owned by my ex, and I have no idea why I have it, because I don't even particularly like the t-shirt. Uh, do you, I mean, you're the biggest I Peep Show fan I know. <laughs> I like Peep Show. I don't really She know. won't shut up about <laughs> Peep Show. Peep Show, that's all, that's all I'm talking about. Yeah, literally. Should we do some ASMR? It's not ASMR, just me clapping. <laughs> this is ASMR. Kissing. 
Okay, right. Enough. There you go. I'm over it. I'm losing my you're, fucking mind. You're over it. You actually are, and I, I, I might need you to calm down a little bit. No, 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 you're right. It's the jobbies. Do you want a hot... <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a hot water bottle, bud? No, it's okay. I'll calm you down? Wa- I'll have some water. Okay. Anyway, so he um, investigated the case and he interviewed a couple people, um, including Paul Lawson, made the plaster cast of the body. They made like a plaster cast to like help with identifying. And who refused to answer a question about whether anyone had positively identified the body. (gasps) Paul. Paul, what are you hiding under that plaster cast? Paul, you're arrested under obstructing the cause of justice. Does that not get your motors running? Do you mean, does that not turn me on just saying that? That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Yes, it does. Okay, God, oh my God, sorry. In March 2009, a University of Adelaide team led by Professor Derek Abbott began an attempt to solve the case through cracking the code and proposing to exhume the body to test for DNA. Okay. I mean, seems like a very, very solid plan. Probably should have been done before. Um, In June 2010, Abbott obtained a photograph of a woman named Jessica Thompson's son, eldest son, Robin, which clearly showed that he, like the unknown man, had not... This is about to be gobbledygook. Mm -hmm. Had not only a larger Simba... Simba, the Lion King. ...than Cavum... But also hypodontia. I don't understand what you're saying right now. Just the words. Okay. Um, the chance that this was a coincidence has been estimated as between 1 in 10 million and 1 in 20 million. So basically they had traits, the way that their body was made up. Who? This boy. This man? This boy. Okay, oh, the, they as in him. Yeah, him. Had the same really, really rare thing right. about him that... Tamam Shudman had. Oh, okay. Like, crazy coincidence. Oh, wow. The media have suggested that Robin Thompson, this was the young lad, who was 16 months old in 1948 and died in 2009, shit one, may have been a child of either... Who the fuck is that? I don't know, must be some famous guy. Or the Summerton man, and passed off as Prosper Thompson's son, who was Jessica Thompson's... Right. ...lover. So it's like, this could be him. And DNA testing could confirm or eliminate the speculation. Okay. Um, It was believed that an exhumation and an autosomal DNA test could link the Somerton man to a short list of surnames, which, along with existing clues to the man's identity, would be the final piece of the puzzle. Tell me more, tell me more. Like, does he have a car? (laughs) Tell me more, tell me more. Did you put up a fight? Shame on you. Take that line out of Greece. Yes, it, it, we don't. We don't encourage predators. We don't or sexual harassers. That is predatory behaviour, and you know it. If you have to keep asking, it means no. Danny Zuko, you make me Danny Puko. Okay, well, he wasn't the one that said that you put up. I think it was Kaneki. Oh, don't, because I fancy him. Yeah, well, everyone does, because you know why? Because we've all got fucked up brains. Yes. So we saw Kaneki and was like, "That's the man for me." What's the name of the guy that looks 50? <laughs> Which, by the way, he he like, it, like he was, was 40 or something when he played him. He looks like a fat, like, grocer or something. Yeah, he does. Like, he's like, gonna sell me some pastrami. Some pastrami? Pastrami, please, <laughs> he's like, he's pastrami. He was actually Mary Poppins. That's who he played in Greece. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm... Th- he also played Mary Poppins. Yes, he did. Yeah, yes. That's, that's why I'm getting confused with the accent. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, however... 
you're about to be so such in a state of anticlimax. Oh god! In October 2011, Attorney General. I'm sorry, but I knew it was coming to this. I knew it was like you were hyping up this DNA, and it was going to get anyway. Go on. Yeah, I mean, because otherwise it would be solved. Yeah. However, in October 2011, Attorney General John Rowe refused permission to exhume the body, stating, "Why? I'm sorry, about, about to, to tell you why. <laughs> I'm glad that you brought yourself no, but back." I got angry, you know. There. This is the quote. Uh huh. This is not my personal opinion. This I is the quote. It. Okay. Because you know what I want, baby. I want them to dig that shit up. You'd be doing it yourself with a shovel. Hang on. Lucy, holiday to Australia? It's booked. That's why I married you. There needs to be public interest reasons that go well beyond public curiosity or broad scientific interest. There is interest and reason. How about solving a crime, you dumb cunt? Yeah, but how about the cause of justice? I said it again. Thank you. You're welcome. Kate Thompson, the daughter of Jessica and Prosper Thompson, said that her mother was the woman interviewed by the police. Told you she'd be coming back around. Always does. Just goes like me. Comes back around. What goes around goes around goes around comes all the way back around. Fun fact: that song was released in the year of Britney Spears' breakdown. Was it? Yeah, Justin Timberlake's a piece of shit. He is a piece of shit. <gasps> what goes around comes back. Just yes. Then? Imagine having a girlfriend cheat on you. Yeah, shit. But guess what? You were also cheating on her. Ooh, yeah. Sorry, spilled the tea on that one, Justin T. And you continue to cheat on your wife to this day. Ooh, sorry, sorry. Oh god, I can't keep my mouth oh, shut. Oh my god, it's coming out. And then you're like, yeah, you should have a full scale mental breakdown and almost kill yourself. I didn't know that came out the same year that she had a mental breakdown. Came out 2007, bitch. I hate Justin Timberlake. Put that on the record. And that her mother had told her she had lied to them. <gasps> Jessica did know the identity of the Somerton man. <gasps> and his identity was also, quote, known to a level higher than the police force. Wow. End God. quote. Her father had died in 1995 and her mother had died in 2007. Kate Thompson suggested that her mother and the Somerton man may both have been spies. This is my favourite bit. Oh. Noting that Jessica Thompson taught English to migrants, was interested in communism, and my favourite fact in this entire thing, and could speak Russian, although she would not disclose to her daughter where she had learned it or why. Um, Cut to me being a mum. I don't think that's cause for concern. <laughs> we all have secrets. You know what? Even mums deserve to learn Russian and not tell me why. Exactly. My mum knows Russian. She grew up in Northern Ireland. Why? Mm. Why do you know Russian, mum? Makes you think. Because there's no, like, weird stuff going down in Northern Ireland or anything. Nope. Nothing that would make you kind of a known figure to the police or anything. No. It's weird. Let's never think about that again. Okay. Perfect. Robin Thompson's widow, Roma Egan, and their daughter, Rachel Egan, also appeared on 60 Minutes, suggesting that the Somerton man was Robin Thompson's father, and therefore, Rachel's grandfather. The Egans reported lodging a new application with the Attorney General of South Australia, mm-hmm. John Rowe, kept going into the Australian accent there, I do apologise. John Rowe, to have the Somerton man's body exhumed and DNA tested. Derek Abbott also subsequently wrote to Rowe, what the fuck is that name? In support of the Egan's, why do I always disrespect people's names? It's okay. Yeah, okay, thank you. Thanks for enabling. Saying that exhumation for DNA testing would be consistent with federal government policy of identifying soldiers in war graves to bring closure to their families. Yeah, so get over it. Kate Thompson opposed the exhumation as being disrespectful to her brother. Oh, shut up. By the way, oh, so what your mum fucked about? 
Yeah. There's a man's life at stake, man. Exactly. Like there's this entire international mystery. Oh, but your your oh your brother might be your half brother. Get over it. Doesn't mean he's not your brother, man. Your mum loved a good ramen. We all do. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry that she lived for the weekend. Okay. She's a lady of the night. <laughs> and what? That's true. Can we talk about that? No. Oh, too close to home. Yeah. Yeah, but literally, I mean, she's like, who gives a fuck? So it's not about you. Yeah, who gives a fuck? It's not about you. It's not about you. you. It's about podcasters who want to know what happened. Exactly. Maybe I should write like a really strongly worded letter to her and just kind of be like, I'll write her a death threat. Hey, you dumb bitch. How about you just let us know what happened to Papa? (laughs) Signed. Dead Talk Podcast. Let us know what happened to your stepdad. Yeah, that's right. I said stepdad because your mum fucked him. Oh my God, that's awful. (laughs) Yeah, cut that out. Nope, staying in. Okay, well, staying in, but let me put in a disclaimer. I just went to a dark place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that wasn't me. Yeah. That was me getting into the mindset of someone who would write a letter such as that. Yes. What is that thing that keeps coming up on your MacBook? This is on 6%, so I need to go again. Well, I'm almost done anyway, so okay. Actually, no, I am done. Right. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, so Lucy, what do you think? Um, I think it's frust- I think we know who it is, but we just need the fucking I don't know. It's his big daddy. Boy in Australia to just. It's that's really annoying. That's his daddy. Like, what do you What do you need? Grow up. You're not gonna get it. I lo- I love that he's like. I kind of love that he's kind of like edging us a little bit, and he's like, just because you want to know it doesn't mean I'm gonna tell you. Oh, do you think he's a, like a dom? And that's why he yeah, won't tell us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, that's just fucking frustrating. It's annoying. I want to know who it is. Also, it's fucking 2020. DNA. Get it out. There's, you don't need reasons now. Uh, you do. <laughs> it's in the body, you do. Not in my book. It's 2020. We can do whatever you want with dead bodies. Exhume bodies if you want to. And you don't need government permission. You don't need anybody's permission. If you have a and shovel. If you do, you've got mine. Does that count for anything? We are podcasters. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, literally we're the mm, we're kind of upholding society at the moment. License to exhume, sir. <laughs> Ever heard of Lucy Webb? Yeah. He's like, fuck, okay. Okay, okay, I'll do it. Oh my god, okay, fine, fine, I'll do it. Sorry, go ahead. Shovel. I'll help you actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is that how you shovel? Yeah. Cool. Um so so you think but do you think he's a spy? Yeah, I do. Yeah, absolutely without doubt in mind. This boy's a spy, he Otherwise, got knocked there, out. Why would there be yeah, he got whacked. He got whacked. Whacked. What did it? Yeah, because that's like mafia terms, like you whack. But what do you call it when it's a spy? Taken out? Yeah, taken out, for sure. Assassinated or, or need. apparently, you speak Persian and you say finished. Right. Well, that's true. I quite like that, though. That was quite edgy. That they put, that they slid that little note in his pocket? Which is, well, the, the fact they said finished, I think that's quite, um, it's just quite cold, you know? Yeah, it's like... Like assassinated, taken out, it's, you know, it's... It's, it's got a level of glamour boys, to it. It's got it's little boys play. Like, oh, he got taken out. Like, oh, God, I'm mad at him. Okay, but well, finished I... is just, like, like clinical. Like, the mean? job is done. The job is done. There's no emotion. No, exactly. It was something that needed to be done. And I like that. Do you want to see the little note? Yes, please. Oh, wait, no, I already showed it to you. You did. Yeah, but... but I'd like to see it again. There it is again. I see what you mean about his face, as in, like, he's got quite obscure features. And right. And, like... That would like I would imagine there's very few people that would if there if there was like a condition or something like to do with his facial structures I can imagine it being quite rare. Cool fan art. Oh yeah. Okay, so guys, I hope you love love loved it, and I hope you want to love 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 me because of it. Well, I think they do. Thank you. Well, I've not got any messages from any of your friends so far that want to take me on a seafood dinner date. Um, no, I've I've got all of them. I just haven't brought them yet. Oh, cool. Cool. 
So oh, right, cool. Yeah, that'd I'll be great. I'll bag. I'll get them after this. Perfect. But thank you so much for listening. That yeah, was thanks. a great tale. Um, thank you. As always, if you've enjoyed the podcast, please follow us on all our social media accounts and share it. Tell your friends. Please. Do it. Tell your mum. No. This ain't, this ain't for mums. Okay, that's probably true. Um, all our social media accounts, Instagram and Facebook, we are at Dead Talk Podcast. And it's the same for Twitter, except no O in the podcast. It's Dead Talk Podcast. No O in the podcast, like we said. but all the O's in the O. Baby, it's a fun time there. You better follow us. I'll give you some O's. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, we're going to end it there because that was inappropriate. Oh, okay. Uh, I've been Lucy Webb. I've been Alex Carter. Goodbye. Goodbye.